0: This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul to soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. We are currently in a fall series called Fear Not Daily Reminder of Who is in Charge. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. In the last episode, we talked about the fear of the Lord and how it enables us to live fulfilling lives. Today, we will concentrate on the very opposite of it. The fear created by the enemy the ugly, the lie, the stronghold, the spirit of fear that disables us. The type of fear that is paralyzing that keeps us imprisoned in a false reality. It makes our lives less and less peaceful. The spirit of fear causes us to shrink, hide and run away when we face opposition of any type of struggles. I dare to say that it creates an unhealthy fear towards our Lord and tricks us into believing that He is waiting for an opportunity to punish us in some way. In 2 Timothy 1 7, Paul, seeing Timothy discouraged to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, spoke these words God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us that spirit. In this verse, God identifies fear as a spirit and not just a mindset. A living spirit that can think and act independently from its host. A host being you and I. It is able to penetrate our thoughts and control our attitude and behavior and it is able to dwell within hearts and minds and skew our beliefs. To easily illustrate how it operates, I want you to think of Tom and Jerry. Yes, Tom and Jerry, as in the Tom the Cat and Jerry the Mouse cartoon. Throughout the episodes, we can often see evil Tom showing up on a little cloud in front of Tom the Cat, tempting him to do something ugly to Jerry. It's persistent, it's pesky, it's just there in his face. Spirit of fear is just like the evil Tom. It gets in front of us and poisons us with misinformation until we are fully confused and unable to think for ourselves. When this part of its job is done, it starts to intensify the confusion until we feel completely paralyzed. Interestingly, it rarely leads us to actual sin, but much worse, it turns us into lifeless marionettes. And we are no longer able to fulfill the destiny that God has for our lives. The deeper it penetrates, the more it replaces the spirits of joy, love, and peace, and completely stills our ability to live free. We find ourselves pondering on the ugliness of this world and want to run and hide from it instead of seeing ourselves as the ones who are empowered and equipped by a Lord to bring the light to it. The light that once shone so brightly vanishes. I believe that the enemy considers the spirit of fear one of its favorite weapons because of how easily we fall for its trickery and how subtle the process of invasion is. Let's take control for example. When the spirit of control tries to enter our lives, we notice it thanks to the ill feeling in our guts. We don't like being told what to do or feel boxed in. The spirit of fear acts in such delicate ways that we often don't notice its claws digging into us until it is in full effect. And then we are too afraid to get out of the cocoon it created for us. We are stuck. There is such a big contrast between those living in fear and those living free. So I wondered why Given how subtle the attacks from the spirit of fear is, not everyone is fully controlled by it. And just like any spirit, it has to be first received. Which means, for those who live in fear, they open the door for it to enter their consciousness. While it accepts our often unconscious invitation, it starts projecting fearful thoughts and terrorizes us until we have fully surrendered to it. If the spirit of fear sneaked into your life, your door opening may have looked different than someone else's, but I can tell you that it definitely had something to do with a crack in your godly foundation. Fear of the Lord and complete immersion in faith cannot exist simultaneously with the spirit of fear. There had to be a crack. The toxicity and intensity of the spirit of fear can be only realized when we notice that the Lord gives us three other spirits to overthrow it. He has given us the spirits of power and of love, and of a sound mind. It takes three godly spirits to knock down the spirit of fear. Let it sink in, my friend, three to one. That's how powerful it is. The good news is that the spirits we need have been granted to us freely and as a base to protect ourselves and to close any and every door that may be cracked open in the slightest way. Having an understanding that it is, in fact, a spirit that we consciously or unconsciously accept it into our lives, we need to know that we cannot be freed unless we are delivered from it. The great news is that we have been given an authority to get rid of any spirit that is not of the Lord. First, we need to acknowledge its presence and repent for allowing it to penetrate a being then we need to stop tolerating its gimmicks and cast it out of our lives in Jesus's name. Spirit of fear may be tricky and strong, but we must remember that our Lord has an authority over and we can easily be freed. It may seem like such prayer may not be enough to completely get rid of it, But by doing so, we are not only prosecuting the spirit of fear, but also issuing a divine restraining order against it. We win. And by winning, we become free. It is very important that we learn how to distinguish the fear of the Lord and the positive impact it has on our lives from the paralyzing fear that steals our ability to perform our godly responsibilities. God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There's a big difference friends. I don't want you to live in fear. God does not want you to live in fear. Most likely you do and you don't even realize it. At times, We all do, because the enemy imprints the fear on us in such tiny ways that go unnoticed. So today, while you pray, I want you to ask the Lord where the spirit of fear is manifesting itself in your life. Break that bondage, friends. Without fear, you will be David going against Goliath. You will be a mighty warrior fighting for his kingdom. Without fear, you will not think twice about taking any action for the Lord. You will go for it. Without fear, you will be unstoppable. And that's the life God wants you to live. He wants you to be courageous and strong and bold. And he wants you to stand up with your shoulders back, chin high and say, I'm going in, Lord. I am going in. That's what you were designed for. That's who you were meant to be, a fearless warrior for the Lord. Let me lead you into a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody so we can have a soul to soul chat with the Father. Go to war against the spirit of fear. Those are the best prayers. Father, you are so good to us. You created us strong and beautiful and mighty. Father, you are the one who said, do not fear anything because I am with you. I am with you. You do not have to fear. You, my sweet child, were made to fight. You were made to go into the darkest places and shine your light, and I promise to be there with you. Thank you for this promise, Father. Lord, I ask that any person that is listening today has a sweet moment with you where you show them where the spirit of fear is holding them back. Father, open their spiritual eyes to a lie of fear and allow them to wipe it, completely erase it from their spiritual DNA. Forgive them for opening the door of the spirit of fear and for tolerating it for so long. Give them strength and courage. Show them that you are standing there with them. Show them that your army of angels is surrounding them so they have nothing to fear. Lord, they are ready to raise their eyes to you and ask how the pesky fear is manifesting. Please show them. Please show them and teach them how they can free themselves. And while they are going through this excruciating process of breaking the lie, hold their hands. Let them rest their heads on your chest and hear your heartbeat.